welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Okay, this will be the last session, and uh, since people have uh, plans, uh, we will be finished at, at noon. I'll be around uh, afterwards for anyone who wants to stay and talk. Uh, starting on uh, page 151 is, is the vision for you. And it talks about how at the end of, of, of our drinking, how uh, 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 the old pleasures were gone. They were but memories. Never could we recapture the great moments of the past. There was an assistant yearning to enjoy life as we once did and a heartbreaking obsession that some new miracle of control would enable us to do it. There was always one more attempt and one more failure. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Yes. And then it talks about uh, um, uh, that uh, uh, we would uh, awake to face the four hideous horsemen, terror, bewilderment, frustration, and despair. Unhappy drinkers who read this page will understand. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Terror, bewilderment, frustration, and despair. Uh, then they talk about uh, uh, someone being dry at the moment, saying, I don't miss it at all. Uh, uh, and and we, know, we know our friend is like a boy um, whistling uh, in the dark to keep up his spirits. He fools himself. Inwardly, he would give anything to take half a dozen drinks and get away with them. He will presently try the old game again, for he isn't happy about his sobriety. He cannot picture life without alcohol someday he will be unable to imagine either life with alcohol or without it then he will know loneliness as few do he will be at the jumping off place he will wish for the end um now uh those of you who are not alcoholics understand that the i that the idea that i'd like to take a half a dozen drinks is an indication that his drinking is abnormal, okay? Uh, those of you who are alcoholics will say, what's the big deal, <laughs> okay? Uh, but the other part is that, 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 that the idea of getting on a, a porn site for, uh, for just 30 minutes to the, uh, to the, uh, to the normal person, uh, they say, what? They, it, it doesn't make any sense to them, but uh, uh, you know that's that's the type of thing that that for us that's the type of thing that we think we'd like to be able to do. You know that 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 our our desire for the pursuit of lust is just as abnormal to the non-sexaholic as this comment about wanting to take a half a dozen drinks. Okay, and the other part is that that at the end we don't see how we can possibly get how our, how we can possibly live life without lust and 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 our sexual acting out for relief. But we also 
uh, uh, will get to the point where we understand that that we just we can't imagine how this is going to keep going on. And it speaks of loneliness and despair that that I think most of the people in this room understand. Um, we have been shown how uh, we have shown how we got out from under. And you may say, "Yes, I'm willing," but am I consigned to a life where I shall be stupid, boring, and glum like some righteous people I see? I know I must get along without lust, but how can I have you a sufficient substitute? Yes, there is a substitute, and it is vastly more than that. It is a fellowship in uh, Sexaholics Anonymous. There you will find release from care, boredom, and worry. Your imagination will be fired. Life will mean something at last. The most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. Thus we find the fellowship, and so will you. And this is this is the point I want to want to make um, that that if this way of life was not rich and fulfilling, if I did not find this much better than 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 not just not just the end of of, of my addiction, but if this if this were not a better way of living than than back in the days when it was still working. I wouldn't be here, okay? If if I were as miserable today um, as as I as I was in in 1993 and 1994, I I just I couldn't have stood it. I, it's not wouldn't have been a choice. I would have been driven to find some relief. Um, but now I have a life that, uh, as it suggests, that I could have never even imagined. Okay. Um, then they they uh, they uh, uh, go on to uh, to describe um, uh, how an individual can start um, uh, his or her own group, and they the and at the bottom of one fifty three it's it's it tells the story about in nineteen thirty five how it, how uh, Doctor uh, Bob and Bill met and. Uh, and then it talks a little bit about uh, uh, Dr. Bob's uh, reticence. So I'm over on 155, um, where where uh, 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 Dr. Bob was was balking at at uh, at at particularly about making amends. And it says uh, last sentence of that paragraph says he would do anything he said but that. Uh, and uh, and then it goes on in the next couple of pages to tell how uh, how he ended up getting drunk one more time and coming home and then deciding to make his amends. Um, starting on on one fifty six, it talks about how they went to make the call on AA number three, uh, who was Bill D, and how uh, they shared their experience with him, and. Uh, <clears throat> And that that he had a uh, a spiritual awakening, and over on page one fifty eight, this should give hope to everybody in the room. It says, on the third day, the lawyer gave his life to the care and direction of his his creator, and he was perfectly willing to do anything uh, necessary. Um, and and then he went on to stay sober for the rest of his life. So if it works for a lawyer, um, you know, there's hope for the rest of us, right? <laughs> Um, and then it goes on to, to at the bottom of that page. This, so you see, there were 
three alcoholics in that town who uh, now felt they had to give to others what they had found or be sunk. And then it, it goes on uh, to tell the uh, uh, the story. Um, uh, and and uh, in the middle of page 159, it says, These men had found something brand new in life. Though they knew they must help other alcoholics if they wished to remain sober, that motive became secondary. It was transcended by the happiness they found in giving themselves for others. They shared their homes, their slender resources, and gladly devoted their their spare hours to fellow sufferers. Um, And this transcendent happiness. uh, I know that there's a few people here who have experienced that, and um, and if you haven't, uh, then f- then finish the remaining work of the steps that you have to do. And as you practice ten and eleven, um, since you since you've done the necessary, laid the necessary foundation, and you're you're actively involved in making your amends, then then start offering what you have found to the newcomer who shows up at your meetings. Um, and, and then it goes on uh, to point to, to, to comment that a year and six months later, these three had succeeded with several more. And, uh, and uh, they, uh, they go on to, to uh, tell about, uh, I'm over on 160 now, that uh, uh, outsiders became interested in a man and his uh, wife uh, placed their large home at the disposal of this uh, of this crowd. This was still the Oxford movement at this time, and uh, and then it goes on to talk about how how uh, uh, people started the uh, approach um, uh, to approach their own recovery. Um, and and at the very bottom of 160, the very practical approach to his problems, the absence of intolerance of any kind, the informality, the genuine democracy, the uncanny understanding which these people had were irresistible. And um, this is this is the attraction. Okay. Um, and and I I assure you that when you have when when you when you have completed your work, as you as you have your spiritual experience, and remember earlier in the book it talks about the maintenance and growth of a spiritual experience. The spiritual experience I had in 1994 is not the spiritual experience um, that I that I am living right here today. Okay, it's grown considerably since then. And I hope we'll consider to continue to grow. Okay. Um, uh, then it goes on to talk about how uh, uh, the uh, the uh, the in, on one sixty one. Now this house will hardly accommodate its weekly visitors, for they number sixty or eighty as a rule. Um, so so they uh, they they. They are already talking about uh, a fairly uh, dramatic growth, and then how people are coming from other distances in a community thirty miles away has fifteen fellows in Alcoholics Anonymous. That would be we're talking about Cleveland, Ohio, which is about thirty miles from Akron. 
And um, um, I, I like this this other uh, comment. It's it's in the middle of the next paragraph. It says, "No one is too discredited or has sunk too low to be welcomed cordially if he means business." And uh, and and uh, knowing knowing some of the uh, people who've been members here, I know that's true in this in this fellowship as well. Okay, we I mean in Nashville we have people on the on the offender registry. Okay, we and we do not we do not discriminate. You know, um, uh, and then um, it goes on to talk about. Um, uh, uh, a doctor who uh, has has uh, uh, allowed them to have access to some of his his patients. They, they're talking about doctors. I'm over on 162. Uh, doctor Silkworth, um, and uh, and and they're talking about uh, travel between East and West. They're talking about New York and and Akron. Um, and how some of the people who travel um, uh, will will uh, visit and, and start meetings in the communities um, uh, where they're they're traveling. Um, and one of the one of the, the, the real joys that I have uh, in this in this fellowship, as well as in Alcoholics Anonymous, is that where that wherever I go. I, uh, on on a vacation or on an extended trip, I try to make a couple of meetings. Um, not not because I'm worried that I'm going to uh, uh, get drunk again if I don't, but because uh, first of all, I I enjoy hanging around with uh, uh, people in recovery. But secondly, because uh, since I'm since it's not my home group, I can kind of uh, view it as 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 a uh, as I would a trip to the circus, and see, <laughs> and see what do they what do they do that 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 is familiar? What do they do that's different? Tell you what in in uh, in California in in AA uh, in uh, instead of reading chapter five, some of the meetings read chapter three more about alcoholism. And the first time I heard that, I thought that somebody had told the newcomer to read chapter five and he'd gotten to the wrong page. And it was only when I saw that he was holding a laminated card and reading exactly what he'd been told to read that I thought, wow, they do it different here. And, and, and I'm okay. Not notice why they do it wrong here. They do it different here. And, and so, like I say, it's just kind of, kind of, uh, kind of fun, uh, to go and, and, uh, and participate in that, um, <clears throat> and and then uh, then they they uh, they talk about how um, in on one sixty three an AA member who was living in a large community and uh, started started work with a uh, 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 prominent psychiatrist. And I'm not sure whether this is the story of uh, AA in uh, Philadelphia, Washington D.C. because there's some similarities. But the point is, this is how the the early fellowship uh, grew, and uh, and now I'm going to uh, get over to uh, um, um, page one sixty four. Still, you may say I will not have the benefit of contact with uh, you who write this book. We cannot be sure. God will determine that. 
So you must remember that your real reliance is always upon him. He will show you how to create the fellowship you crave. That's a pretty powerful promise. Um, Remember that that SA uh, started in Simi Valley, California. Okay. Uh, sometime in the uh, uh, early 90s, they moved central office uh, from California to Nashville, and, and there were two reasons for that. One, Nashville had a strong uh, recovery uh, group, but also because uh, uh, rent in Nashville, Tennessee, was a lot lower than in, uh, in, in the Los Angeles area. Um, and there is a lot of good recovery uh, in Nashville but Nashville certainly doesn't have a monopoly on good recovery. And, uh, and, and uh, the, the, the real point here is uh, to remember that your real reliance lies upon your higher power. Okay. Um, you will, through the, if you have the good fortune I have, and I, I have no doubt that you, that you will, you will meet many different people who will 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 share experience, uh, strength, and hope that will have a, a real impact on your recovery, uh, and and in that sense on the quality of your life. Um, and um, and as much as I love some of those people, I, I have to remember two things. Uh, first of all, uh, most of them are are getting very advanced in, in age and so the likelihood is that I'm going to lose some of them before I die and and that reminds me of a story that a friend of mine told um, he, he he went out uh, to, to uh, uh, Denver to visit one of his friends uh, who had been very helpful to him and the, 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 the old guy's name was Don and Don was dying and 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 we knew Don was dying, and Don was—he—he he was remarkable. Like his, uh, some of his tapes are available, uh, and and um, and so anyway, uh, the uh, Scott and his wife and, and Don and his wife were at dinner, and when the ladies uh, uh, stepped away from the table, uh, Scott asked questions. Said, uh, "Don, what are guys going like Scott going to do when guys like Don are gone?" And Don said, um, Scott, I've been bringing you handfuls of water. You need to go to the river. And early on, if if Rick had taken me to the river, I'd have drowned. Okay? But through the years of my early recovery... Uh, and, and I mean, I can think of them, men like Rick and Richard and Steve, the, the, the old timers that were, were there at the meeting when I showed up that would sit and, and, and tell me, share their experience with me. And, and, uh, and, and some of these guys have now passed on. Some of them are still with me. Um, and then it becomes my turn. Because uh, God did did not comfort me so that I could be comfortable. God comforted me so that I can comfort others. Okay, I can either be the Dead Sea, 
or I can be full of life like the Sea of Galilee. If I don't pass it on, I don't think I'm going to get to keep much. And 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 then you know and um, Harvey is is our old old timer in Nashville. And um, he's in reasonably good health right now, but statistically speaking, uh, I will probably survive Harvey. Um, and and again, if 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 Harvey was what was keeping the fellowship in Nashville going, we'd be in deep trouble the day that Harvey passed. But but our real reliance is upon God. Um. It goes on to say that our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask Him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. Which means that I need to do my own work in order for me I've need, I've got to clear enough of Bill out of the channel so that so that the peace of God can flow through this channel in whatever way that that God decides, not the way that I decide should I should you know okay um, you know uh, okay. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship was right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Earlier in this chapter, so we hope that someday the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous will number in the hundreds. Yeah, everybody's laughing. Millions today. I have no idea what the total number of, of, of SA is. We have recently co- completed some regional uh, census and, and, it, and, and, and I, I don't know where they are in that process right now in terms of updating. Uh, I know that it will be available for the general delegates when they meet in uh, this July in, in Nashville. And I'll be interested just for, just interested to, to know kind of what numbers do, do we think we have right now. Um, but but um, uh, you've got to understand that um, that how many did you say show up Tuesday night? Um, eighteen between fifteen and twenty. Twenty. Okay, that's as many people as showed up at the first international conference. Okay. Um. So you know we we. We are growing, and I hope we're not just growing in numbers, but I hope that we're growing in terms of our ability to carry the message, the message in this book. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to Him and your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until till then. Um, this really is, you know, it's recapitulating one more time um, the surrender process, 
the house cleaning, the giving what you receive. And, um, and when you do this, notice this time it talks about here fellowship is capitalized and it's the fellowship of the Spirit. They let me uh, join the fellowship of SA uh, in September of 1993. I joined the fellowship of AA a few years earlier when I finished doing my fifth step with my sponsor and started getting busy uh, with 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12, Rick and I went to a meeting and Rick was talking to, one of, to a group of his old buzzard friends and he said, yeah, Bill and I just finished the fifth step. And, and, and I could see a whole change in, the, in this group they had they'd always been friendly and open to me, but, but they realized that I had made a big step and they were congratulating me. Okay, It's not that I'd been unwelcome, but I had now qualified myself to, to take the next step and they welcomed me in. And over the years, see these were the people whose names I mentioned, over the, the next ensuing years, as I became more and more willing to, to or able to receive what they had to offer when it no longer was just words, but it was it was it was it was something I could act on and incorporate into my spiritual growth. Um, that was that was the fellowship of the spirit, and they were giving me they were giving me handfuls of water until one day I was able to go to the river myself. So, you will uh, meet, surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. And may God bless you and keep you until then. And I think it's a good time for us to close this. And I want to thank all of you for uh, your participation and support. Why don't we close with the uh, Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back as it works when you work it, and it won't when you don't. You'll die if you don't. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.